0: Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. This is Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. A look inside the biggest and most controversial news stories you need to know now. One of the country's most relied upon law enforcement analysts, Vincent Hill. Good evening. Welcome to Beyond the Badge. I'm
1: your host, Vincent Hill. Today is actually Wednesday. I know I'm a day late But yesterday I was up in New York dealing with uh, some travel issues. I wanted to make sure I got back out of New York City. I flew in Monday. I was supposed to fly in Tuesday, but because of potential snow in Atlanta and we didn't even get a snow flurry, a snowflake, I should say. Uh, I flew in Monday night and of course, Tuesday in New York, we got a little snow and the plane that I was catching back to Atlanta was coming from Toronto, which had snow Monday night, so I was kind of worried that I was going to get stuck there in New York City. Uh, Thankfully, I got on the plane late yesterday, but got on the plane nonetheless, made it home to Atlanta uh, to some very, very cold temperatures. I think the feel like temperature was around minus one degree when I got in last night. Uh, But hey, I made it. But that's why I wasn't able to come to you guys on Tuesday as I normally do. Uh, But I'm kind of glad I got a chance to uh, take a day and get caught up on a few things because there's a few things I want to talk about. One that has me really, really, really ticked off. And then one that I really, 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 really question. Uh, Of course, if you've been watching the news, uh, you heard about the five police officers in Houston that were shot on uh, Monday. And, uh, you know, I'm pissed for a few reasons. Uh, Sean King, I want to talk about him, Uh, this white guy that seems to stick up for all things black, which is always funny to me. And uh, Kamala, I guess is how you say her name. Kamala Harris has, of course, said she's running for president in 2020. And during, uh, I believe, a town hall, she talked about how, of course, uh, black males are shot by police in alarming numbers. And it's the same rhetoric that we heard from the Obama administration, you know, for eight years. And, you know, I I personally think if you're running for president of, uni- of the United States and, you know, most people want to get this racist white supremacist Donald Trump out of the office, then maybe you should focus on being the president of for all Americans, not just black Americans, because there are white people killed by police in this country on a daily basis. And as I've said before, I'll say it again, the numbers don't lie. Year over year, more white people are killed by police than black people. But of course, to fit your narrative, to get your votes, then you have to say, oh, the black males are being killed by white racist police officers because of the MAGA hat, which is now the new White hood, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, because I remember a guy by the name of Bill Clinton who actually, when he was running for president, said he believes we can make America great again and it wasn't racist. Now, this is the same Bill Clinton who changed laws, drug laws, that led to mass incarceration of black males. But you want to talk about white nationalists and racists. But anyway, So speaking of white people being shot by police, we're talking about the white, uh, the five officers in Houston who were shot on Monday uh, while serving a uh, drug warrant, search warrant. Now, the individuals that shot the officers who were later shot were white. Uh, Dennis Tootle and his wife, Rogina Nicholas. So they were in their 50s. Police say they previously had purchased narcotics from the home. They initiated a search warrant as they entered, kicked the door in. They were met by gunfire. Of course, they returned fire killing the suspects. So Sean King, of course, is going out and saying, you know, the new face of American terror. That's what he's calling these two individuals, American terror. And he's talking about how. The conservatives covered it all day long, which really wasn't true. It was just local news in Houston covering it because that's where the shooting happened. And they assumed it was someone black who shot the cops. No one on the news said that. They never said it was black suspects. They only said, hey, we have a shooting. Police have the area Uh, surrounded. Boom, boom, boom. Don't go in the area. So it says today they're silent because it didn't fit the narrative of immigrants or Muslims or anything other than white. So imagine the outrage if, if, you know, they were Muslim and you needed new policies, blah, 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 blah. But since it's a white couple, cricket, 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 cricket. Well, it goes back to what I said about Kamala Harris and that narrative of only black people get shot by police. Well, here are two middle-aged white people who were shot and killed by police, not because they're American terrorists, not because They wear MAGA hats because, of course, Sean King is trolling through their Facebook. And there is a picture of her saying she stands for the flag and kneels to pray. So everyone's assuming that they support President Trump. You know, whether they do or not, it doesn't really matter. The fact is what happened there. And we don't know all the circumstances. And I'm not going to sit here and say I know all of the circumstances because do police make mistakes? Absolutely. Could it be a case of. That they went to the wrong house serving the search warrant? Absolutely. It could be because that has happened in the past. But what I will say, they didn't shoot these police because they were American terrorists. Because if that's the case, why didn't they terrorize something else beforehand? Why wasn't there signs of them being terrorists beforehand? They were in their 50s. They shot at police because of the old saying that I always say, hey, people, when they don't want to go to jail... They will fight police. They will assault police. They will actually attempt to kill police to prevent from going to jail. It's that simple. It has nothing to do with them being terrorists. had nothing to do with any other political reason than the fact is police showed up. They didn't want to go to jail for whatever reason. We don't know. I mean, according to Houston police, they recovered uh, marijuana and a white powdery substance believed to be either cocaine or methamphetamine. So at the end of the day, even though they say they were there under the search warrant because they had sold black tar heroin out of the house, at the end of the day, marijuana and methamphetamines or cocaine are illegal in the state of Texas. So they would have gone to jail. So all of this rhetoric about Oh, now the conservatives are silent. Oh, because they're white, it's crickets. Oh, and they're American terrorists. The new face of American terror. Haven't we heard that on CNN by a guy named Don Lemon? The new face of American terror is the white man. All of this rhetoric. And again, it's funny to me coming from Sean King, who is a white man who pretends to be black. but At the end of the the day, he is a white man. And he's saying this is the new face of American terror, the middle aged white couple. Wow. I can't believe I can't believe that he would politicize this. And he said nothing, nothing, nothing about the white. I'm sorry. He said nothing about the officers who were shot. Not, hey, our thoughts and prayers go out to the officers. We hope the officers are officers are okay. He said nothing like that, just that this couple were, were the new face of American terror. So he's talking about the conservatives pumping a narrative, but he goes on Facebook and he pumps his narrative. And I read some of the comments on there on his little Facebook, the new face, question mark, They them been... This is their writing, not mine. Them been the same faces terrorizing the world for over 500 years. Blah, 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 blah. I live in Houston. The media yesterday kept saying the neighborhood was Hispanic. Well, the neighborhood was Hispanic. It was a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. Build that wall my ass. The enemy is within. What enemy are we talking about? What enemy? Well, the enemy that didn't want to go to jail because they had drugs in the house. Where are the Blue Lives Matter folks at now? Well, they're talking out about it because at the end of the day, five police officers were shot. I'm speaking out about it. And I say blue lives matter. So I haven't gone anywhere. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I just checked out her Facebook page. She stands for the flag and kneels for the cross. So no, Fox News won't be covering this anymore. Actually, they did. I heard them talking about it. This morning. Uh Uh-huh. So let's see another one. Look at that. No undocumented immigrants are people of color. Let's see how much time Mr. President spends talking about this in his rallies. (laughs) Had to check a woman about her claim of Obama inspiring the war on cops yesterday. I wonder if she feels the same way today. She absolutely does feel the same way today because that rhetoric from eight years ago is what inspired this because police were painted as the bad guy and they still have that stigma on their back because of some of the policies or not policies but some of the things president obama would say if i had a son who looked like trevon martin we all remember that so yeah she does still feel the same way today as i feel the same way today and now we have a presidential hopeful Camilla Harris, who decides she's going to say, oh, I know what I can do to get votes. And we heard this from another female that was running for president and it backfired on her, just like I think this is going to backfire on Camilla Harris. Oh, I know I need votes. I know, I know, I know. Here's what I'll say. Yes, there is an alarming amount of black males being killed by white police officers in this country. She's going to use that to politicize everything to get votes. Now, keep in mind, she is a former prosecutor who I assure you, I assure you, I assure you, prosecuted a lot of black males who now she wants their vote. There are black males in her state that I'm sure are still in prison because she prosecuted them. She was this go getter, this throat cutting prosecutor. And I'm sure because she prosecuted in Oakland which has a high percent of black males, I'm sure there's a lot of black males still sitting in prison because they were prosecuted by Kamala Harris. And now, and now that it fits her political narrative, now that she thinks it can help her get to the White House, oh man, I'm going to use this and I'm going to get all the votes I can. And we really don't need immigration because I need those votes. We really don't need border security because I need those votes oh and by the way I'm going to give free health care to everyone and we're going to pay for it by reversing the tax cuts that President Trump gave everyone well that ain't going to be enough money to pay for free health care for everybody so my question is who the heck everyone talks about who's going to pay for the wall who the heck would pay for all this free health care that Kamala Harris is talking about giving everyone million dollar question But enough about that. Again, at the end of the day, no matter what side of the fence you swing, whether you're black, white, whatever, we can't take away the fact that five police officers in the city of Houston were shot. The two suspects are deceased. The two suspects happen to be white. Now, police didn't go in there and say, I'm going to go in here and kill these people. They reacted to deadly force with deadly force. That's how it happens and the fact that someone was brazen enough to shoot at officers just tells you, yes, indeed, there is a war on cops. Now I want to switch gears and talk about St. Louis, and there's a, a story brewing there that is really troubling to me. Um, the The other day I read about uh, a shooting; an officer was killed, Caitlin. Alex was shot and killed um, in St. Louis. But what's troubling is she was shot by another officer. Now she was off duty. He was on duty. Now the story goes, the story goes that they were playing Russian roulette with a revolver. Now, first of all, departments don't even issue revolvers anymore. So I question where that gun came from if if this is the true story so they were playing Russian roulette uh it was uh officer Caitlin Alex who is now dead um another officer who's now charged with involuntary manslaughter and uh armed criminal actions uh Nathaniel Hedron and another male officer who was also on duty and in uniform the story is they were playing Russian roulette uh Hendren had emptied out the chamber, the uh, cylinder of the revolver, placed the round in there, spun it around, pulled the trigger. It didn't fire. Passed it to her. It didn't fire. They passed it back. It didn't fire. So the other male officer said, "Hey, he didn't feel comfortable." So he got up to leave, and as he's walking out the door, he hears a gunshot. He goes back in the room, and he realizes Caitlin had been shot in the chest. She was transported to the hospital. And she later died. Now, here's why I have so many concerns with this story. First of all, you ask any police officer, past, present, they're going to tell you, you don't play with guns like that. It just doesn't happen. Now, I've been on pissy drunk while I was a police officer, and I never played with my gun like that. And this guy was on duty. And you have three trained police officers With years of experience between the three of them, you have Caitlin Alex, who was former military. And you mean to tell me that she was crazy enough to sit there and play a game of Russian roulette with a pistol while he was in uniform and she just happened to be off duty. What sense does that make? So, of course, you know, the statements are coming out from the department, uh, Well, from the attorney, of course, of this guy who shot her, um, the death of Officer Caitlin Alex was a tragic accident that has impacted the lives of everyone involved. Well, yeah, it definitely was tragic. I'm not so sure of the accident part. I urge the public, as well as members of the police department, to wait until the investigation is complete and all the facts have been presented before coming to any conclusions about what they believe happened during that unfortunate morning. According to the probable cause statement, Hendron, 29, and Alex, 24, were playing with a revolver, which the male officer had completely emptied before putting one cartridge back into the cylinder at Hendron's apartment. So, this happened at his apartment. The pair then took turns pointing the weapon at each other and pulling the trigger, before the firearm eventually discharged, Fatally striking alex in the chest authorities said alex who was a military veteran and patrol officer in her second year on the force was pronounced dead at a local hospital at the time Hendren was on duty but alex was not Hendren's partner who was not named was initially present at the apartment but expressed concern about the fact that the pair were playing with guns according to the statement wanting no part of the situation Hendren's partner went to leave the apartment before hearing a shot. He then went back into the room where Hendren and Alex were in and saw that Alex had been shot. So, so many questions here. He's on duty. His partner's on duty. She's not on duty. But they're at his apartment while he's on duty. Now, I read somewhere that she's married. So I have to really question what was going on there. Again, he's on duty. His partner's on duty. She's off duty. She just happens to come to his apartment while he's on duty. They just happen to say, oh, let's play this Russian roulette. Let's see what happens. Let's see who's got the bigger kahunas to sit here and continue to play, pull this trigger. I don't know if I'm buying that. Now, I read somewhere someone saying that drugs and alcohol were involved. Uh, They did do a urine test waiting for the results of that. But even with the drugs and alcohol involved, I think there was more to this story. Don't know what it is, but I think there is more to this story. And I'm looking at the the booking photo of uh, Nathaniel Hendren, Hendren, and it shows him with the black eye. Now, the report says he was hospitalized for ramming his head, ramming his head through a police cruiser's back window after the fatal shooting. But when you look at this booking photo of him, there's a black eye and there's a scratch on his forehead. But that scratch, I assure you, did not come from him ramming his head. That's what the report says, ramming his head through the back window of a patrol car because A, his hair is basically in perfect condition. There's no cuts, no abrasions from glass. That you would expect to see if someone rammed their head, that's what it says, rammed their head through a glass window. There's no cuts whatsoever. And this black eye, that to me, I've seen a few black eyes in my day. I've given a few black eyes. Hell, I've had a black eye. That black eye to me looks like he got decked in the face by a fist. Now, could it be that there was some kind of dispute amongst Caitlin? Alex and this uh, Nathaniel Hendren, Hendren could very well be. We don't have all the facts. But if I had to speculate, I would say that they were involved in some type of relationship. Something went bad that night. It got physical. She punched him in the eye. She scratched him. Maybe because he was doing something. I don't know. But all I can say is there's way more to this story than meets the eye no pun intended on that black eye but i think there's way more to this story than meets the eye because uh <laughs> i'm looking at this mugshot and this to me i don't know the whole thing doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense at all that uh three trained officers three one two three the shooter the victim and the partner would be sitting in a house with the revolver And not one of them say, nah, this is stupid because, you know, we go to the academy and we learn about gun safety and we go to in-service and we learn about gun safety and we respond to calls where people have been shot and we see the damage of a bullet. You mean to tell me three trained officers sitting inside that apartment and nobody said anything like, hey, we shouldn't do this? I don't know if I'm feeling that. I don't know we'll have to figure it out we'll have to wait and see uh as the investigation goes along i mean that's the one thing i agree with his attorney about that we need to wait for the investigation uh he calls it tragic i call it tragic he calls it an accident i don't know if i want to call it that because uh any any officer with any sense would tell you that's not something you do at all because uh <laughs> They all know the outcome of a bullet. Crazy, crazy, crazy story. So more to come on that as we learn about it. So uh, today, instead of doing a 10-7 segment, I want to reiterate that five police officers were shot in the city of Houston. Five. You can call it whatever. You can call it the new face of terror, Sean King, the new face of American terror. You can say all you want about it. But at the end of the day, five police officers were shot at one time in the city of Houston. Five. One, two, three, four, five. And we already have four police officers killed in the line of duty this year by gunfire. Five shot in Houston on Monday afternoon, four already dead by gunfire and it is only the 30th of January let that sink in I want to thank you so much for listening as always I appreciate you I love you and I will see you next week same time same place radioinfluence.com
0: Good night. to continue the conversation get updates on the show and to find out when you can see him on television follow Vincent on Twitter at Vincent Hill TV That's at Vincent Hill TV. This has been Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. This is a Landry football with Chris Landry. Quick fix on Radio Influence.
1: Sean McVay does a really good job of getting defenders move in pre and post snap. So one of the things that I think is going to be pivotal when the Rams have the ball is their pre-snap movement against the Patriots' stemming of their front. The more McVay can manipulate in coverage and the more they can prevent leakage and protection and guys coming after
0: the pocket, the better off they, for, for against golf, the better off they're going to be. Chris Landry brings you Landry football every week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and, of course, RadioInfluence.com.